in order to be vulnerable enough to show up as you are, you cannot be constantly giving to everybody around you but yourself. Right. Because you don't have the physical, mental, emotional capacity to be able to do that without giving to who you are. You're listening to the Copywriter On Call podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gillis, copywriter, word magic maker, and owner of What Sarah Said. On this podcast, you'll feel empowered to show up online in a way that has you saying, that's so me. Let's get started. Welcome to the Copywriter On Call podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gillis, and I'm logging some on-call hours today with a client and a dear friend of mine, Kim Diamond of Kim Diamond Wellness. Kim is a holistic wellness coach based out of Sioux Falls, and through her one-on-one and group coaching programs, she helps women rediscover who they are and who they were always meant to be. I am thrilled to welcome Kim to the Copywriter On Call podcast today. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. I am super thrilled to be here, Sarah. So excited. Mm. Yay. All right. So let's get started. Why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and share a little bit about how we've met? Yeah. Well, I'm Kim Diamond. I am a wife. I am a dog mom. Sarah knows this about me. I am very obsessed with my two dogs. Their names are Goose and Hank. They are hopefully going to stay very silent for this podcast today. (laughs) I am also similar to Sarah in the sense that I am a former teacher. I'm an elementary school teacher in the past, in my past life. And now I am a holistic wellness coach, as Sarah said, the owner of Kim Diamond Wellness. And Sarah and I met two years ago now. I think crazy. it's crazy that it's it's two years. <laughs> but we met at Entrepreneurial Wellness Group at Sela Space in Sioux Falls. And I learned that you were a former teacher, Sarah. And I was like, oh, okay. This is my kind of person. (laughs) (laughs) Amen, girl. I think both of us were like, oh, there's other former teachers out there. Yes. This is a thing. This is a pattern of people leaving. And then I became your coach. And now I am lucky enough to call you my friend. So Mm. ditto, friend. It's so good. It's so good. I'm so grateful for entrepreneurial wellness, for bringing us together and it's been such a light in my life to have the opportunity to connect with like-minded business owners. And so if you're not in the Sioux Falls area, I still encourage you to try and find an opportunity to connect with people in person to just like share the wins, but also like the struggle moments. That's been really beautiful. Yeah. It has been such a godsend. I've met so many people and just had such a great support system as a business owner. And someone coming from not business world into business world, it is incredibly needed. So yeah, yeah. we we often talk about how we miss like the camaraderie of like the education environment, like having right. people next door that you could go ne- go and talk to when when students are making you a little crazy or right. somebody to bounce ideas off of. And that's right. really what having that community of business owners does for us. So yes. entrepreneurial wellness is great. Finding business ownership friends is great. It is really, really needed. 10 out of 10 recommend. (laughs) All right. So tell me a little bit about how you came to be a business owner, how you landed 
on being a holistic wellness coach and how you tend to support women through your business. Yeah. So I will give you the shortened, long story <laughs> of my my life. Almost five years ago, which is crazy to say, we moved here to Sioux Falls. I am originally from Michigan. That is where I met my now husband. And during my last few years as a teacher, I just started to get that feeling like, like this isn't it. You know, I don't know what is, but this is not it. This is not how... I picture and envision me living the rest of my life. I just wasn't happy. And I knew that staying in that career long term, I would continue to get more and more unhappy. And I just didn't want that. Like, you know, those like old crabby teachers. Yes. <laughs> like, I've had many of them. Don't want to be you. No. And that's nothing against them. It's just like the reality of education and the way that it has been progressing in the United States over the last however many years. I just didn't want to be in that situation. And my then boyfriend and now husband, he was finishing up his medical training and got a job here in Sioux Falls. I obviously knew I wanted to be with him. I knew I was unhappy in education. And when we moved, I was like, this is my fresh start. I am mm -hmm. going to start over I have no idea what I'm going to do, but we're going to figure things out. Yeah. I always loved health and wellness. I loved learning about the body, the mind. Anatomy and physiology was like my favorite class in high school. I was not like a very AP classes, but like that felt like the hardest one to me, but like really good and challenging. And I just loved learning about that kind of stuff. I've always been active and loved food and cooking and Although I didn't love education, like I still love teaching. So I was like, okay, what can I do that sort of combines like all of those things into one? And I landed on being a holistic wellness coach and I completed my training and I started an LLC and here we are. But in my journey to becoming a coach and moving here and being away from my family, my friends and my career and really anything that I knew to be normal was gone. Yeah. <laughs> anything that I could be like, this is a part of me, was no longer here. And when you strip everything away from who you are, you get to this really scary but powerful moment of like, who am I? Mm -hmm. And I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, so – it was really, really hard in the beginning and not to say that I never have hard days anymore because I still do. But I got to this place of like this path of completely unknown. I had just left my college degree career. I had moved across the country. We got married and we didn't really want to have kids right away. And I was just kind of doing things that seemed to be like out of order and not the right way to do things. Right. And I had an honest conversation with myself or several. I was like, look, Kim, you're going to do this. You're going to make a life that you are happy with and content with and are excited about. And that's going to start with learning to love who you are and become who you want to be. And now I get to help women do similar things. And that's not to say that all of my clients like quit teaching or quit their career <laughs> and like 
start over, but they get to decide what truly makes them happy and what they need to commit to or not commit to and how they can really let go of the right way of doing things, that perfectionism, that black and white thinking that so many of us women struggle with to really be able to create a life that they're happy with. And I truly believe that in order to do that, you have to find a deep love for yourself and to trust that you're going to be okay. No matter the circumstances, no matter who's there, who's not there, you have to love you in order to make those brave, courageous choices. So a lot of my work is centered around mindset and self-love and self-trust and building the belief that you are worthy of having that great life and having a life that you're happy about and not just being fine all the time. Yeah. Yep. That's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) I literally, I get goosebumps when you tell this kind of story because like you walked this path so bravely and you help women walk this same brave path and determine what that path looks like for them. And I know it was life-changing for me to have you by my side when I was trying to navigate what it means to leave education, leave that college degree career behind and pave a new path. And yeah, so grateful for you and so glad that you are here to help all of us try and weather that desire and really hone in on what that desire is to to live this one life we get really beautifully yeah. and really well. Yeah. And it really is like a desire, right? Like it's not really easily defined and it's like that feeling inside of you that like I know that there's something more. Right? Yeah. Yeah, but and it's having not- the courage to listen to that is something that you really helped me find. Good. Thank you. If what's being shared in this episode is inspiring you to bring more of your personality into how you show up online, I've got a quiz for you. Head over to whatsarahsaid.com slash quiz and discover your brand voice type so that you can feel confident in standing out through your words. This quiz will help you uncover the brand voice that's already within you, so your words can finally have you and your dream clients saying, that's so me. Knowing your brand voice type means you'll have full permission to ditch the proper and polite copy if your authentic voice is actually quirky and fun. Your brand voice is what I call word magic because honing it creates literal magic for you and your dream clients. Plus, after your brand voice type is revealed, you'll get access to five free social media prompts to help you share your voice right away. So what are you waiting for? Take this fun quiz now at whatsarahsaid.com slash quiz. So obviously business ownership is a departure from like the quote unquote normal life. At least for us, it was stepping outside of what we thought we had planned for our careers and kind of engaging boldly with a new idea. And that was really vulnerable for me. And Mm -hmm. I think business ownership is vulnerable for a lot of people. So I'm curious, why does business ownership or what about business ownership really feels vulnerable to you? And why do you think that as women, particularly female business owners, we shy away from that vulnerability. Yeah. I mean, everything is vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Uh, Same. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I think one of the biggest factors is 
it's completely new to me. And when you're doing something that is new, every step feels like your first step that you've ever taken. Every new thing that you do can be a challenge. And that feels really hard when you're constantly pushing up against that challenge feeling, that discomfort, that stepping out of your comfort zone can be hard, right, to be constantly pushing into that. So I think a lot of that comes from this is all new to me. And if you're like you who jumped into this from a different career, which I think a lot of female business owners do, it's not really their first choice, but they realize I'm going to do this. Yeah. And maybe we didn't go to school for it. So that feels a little bit tough. But also because business is incredibly personal. I'm helping women by putting my story out there and saying what I personally went through. And my business and a lot of businesses are like a reflection of your soul. And mm-hmm. if that isn't vulnerable, I don't know what <laughs> is. <laughs> Amen, girl. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of vulnerability has to do with honesty. Mm. I think a lot of times honesty means you might have to let someone down or you might get told no or you might get rejected by a client if they say no and they're being honest and you're just in this space of like someone said no to me (laughs) and I think a lot of business is not pleasing other people it's making decisions that please you and please your business and are the right move for you. And that might not be the right thing for everybody else. And as a former and recovering people pleaser, like that's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think as a recovering perfectionist, it's also hard because perfect to me, if it's not perfect for other people and if it's not perceived as perfect, then I'm like, oh man, it's not perfect. It's not done. I did it wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I think that piece of vulnerability in business is really hard as somebody who wants to do it right. There's no barometer of rightness in terms of the universe saying this is right and this is wrong, except maybe don't get in trouble with the IRS. But like, I think that otherwise, there's not necessarily that measuring stick of, am I doing this right? And I found that a lot in education and it comforted me so much in education. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think that comes back to like, the right way of doing life in general, right? Like there, there is no right way. It's what's right for you. And that really is parallel to being a business owner. If you're leading a business from a personal perspective, as we are, it is about what's right for you. And of course, our clients are factored into that. But if you're doing something completely against who you are, that's not going to match up as your business either. So Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So tell me, I know you work a lot with clients on this vulnerability piece and encouraging your clients to trust themselves and love themselves and chase after that life that feels good to them. Mm-hmm. So tell me about a time when you noticed one of your clients experiencing that block that that prevented them from doing that, from showing up as themselves, whether it's in business or in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things that I would say almost 100% of my clients struggle with is the great want to be it all, to be able to do it all, and to feel like they have things figured out and 
that they have to prove that they are enough in order to earn validation, in order to earn self-trust, in order to earn the self-care that they are so desperately needing, like the rest, the confidence, whatever it is. And in order to be vulnerable enough to show up as you are, you cannot be constantly giving to everybody around you but yourself. Right. Because you don't have the physical mental, emotional capacity to be able to do that without giving to who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it comes down to realizing that a better you serves others better and really believing that and practicing that. Yeah. So how do you help them overcome that block? Is there a certain like idea or mantra that you tell them that they keep coming back to to try and get through that block? And what happens after they they make progress? Yeah, so a tool that I have all of my clients do, especially the ones that are struggling with this, is to complete a, a practice and exercise that I call my four ends. And that is taking time to identify your non-negotiables, your necessities, things that are not needed but nice, and things that are like absolutely knows I need to stop giving my time and energy to these things. And this gives them an opportunity to really look where they are giving their time and their energy to and a moment to be like, wow, I'm living either like completely out of alignment of what I actually want or I'm giving so much time and energy into this thing when actually I I need to be spending time here. From there, they're able to figure out a plan of like, okay, I can say no to scrolling on my phone for whatever example, or I can say no to attending every work party or every single family event that I'm invited to in order to focus on one of my non-negotiables, whatever that might be for them. And that frees up so much space for them, whether that's mentally, physically, emotionally, So that they're able to really give back to themselves in a way that allows them to be authentic and show up as they are. Yeah. Hi, puppy. (laughs) I knew we wouldn't get through the whole thing without a bark. (laughs) You know what? Woofs are welcome. Woofs are welcome. I love it. I think that the four ends exercise was so transformational for me. And it was also really transformational to take that and apply it to business too. Like to, to do that for my life. And to then to do that for my business, it's like, okay, if I have no's on my list for business, how can I really drop kick those off my list, right? Can I outsource? Right. Can I just stop doing that? What are yeah. the opportunities that come out of that exercise? And doing that for your life is the same thing, right? Like if, yeah. if your no is I don't want to, like you did, stay after work for hours and hours making copies for everyone because right. you're such a kind person. What can I do instead to advocate for my own needs? And I love this exercise because it's so transformational, no matter how you apply it, whether in business or in life. Yeah, I love that we were able to do that for both sides of things. I think it's important to do your personal life one first, just Mm -hmm. so you can get like a real taste of like how your personal life is impacted by the choices that you're making and then focus on it with a lens of, of business and both are equally important, I think. Absolutely. So 
taking it back to you and to your story, what has been the biggest adjustment that you've needed to make to show up as yourself, whether it's in business or in your life? Trusting myself has been the biggest shift and maybe not even like an adjustment, but like something I had to learn to do. And as a business owner, not everything and maybe not a lot goes according to plan, right? And having that trust that everything happened for a reason and that it might not always be apparent or out there in front of you to see right away, to be able to trust that it will is life-changing and it might not go as quickly as you want it to or in the perfect order, but it will happen. And really just trusting yourself to know that ultimately, no matter how things turn out, I'm going to be okay is what I really need in order to keep showing up. Because if I didn't believe that, if I'm like, if things aren't going to be okay, like I'm going to fail and I'm going to wind up homeless or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you have those deep fears of things not working out. But if you can come back to yourself and simply say, I trust you. I trust that no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. That's powerful yeah. and has been powerful to me. Yeah. So what does it feel like to show up as yourself now that you've kind of, not that you're, not that the work is done, right? You have to no. commit to showing up for yourself <laughs> and as yourself yeah. every day. But what yeah. does it feel like to show up for yourself? It comes back to that vulnerability piece. It can be really vulnerable to to show up as yourself because you're like, oh, I can finally like set this mask down instead of abandoning who you are or what you truly want. You're letting go of the noise, of the judgment, of who's saying what about me leaving teaching or just starting this career and it's incredibly, incredibly freeing to show up as yourself, but also validating and and not validating in the sense that I'm getting validation from other people that I'm doing the right thing, but validating myself to be like, I can do this. I can show up as myself. And that part of me, all of me deserves to be seen. Hmm. Yeah. And by putting little pieces of myself out there in my business, that feels vulnerable, but that's me showing yeah. up as myself. And within that, you do get that validation of other people in the sense that it gives them permission to do the same or they hear my story and they're like, oh, that really resonates with me. Mm -hmm. um, and it allows them to feel like it's okay. I'm not alone. I'm not the only person struggling with doing things perfectly or in the right order or feeling like it might be a little bit tricky some days to feel like I can fully love myself. Yeah. Like, of course, you're not the only one. Right. But you feel the vulnerability of that statement when you see someone else stepping into who they are and into who they've been trying to cultivate, right? Realizing and actualizing that person and that existence that really fills their soul. When you see mm -hmm. someone doing that, it's so inspiring. And it's, it makes me at least take a really hard look at myself and say, am I showing up like fully? Am I present? Am I 
wanting to hide or am I able to give myself and others the gift of really showing up on purpose? Yeah. And like you said, it's not a check done moment, you know, like it's, Mm -hmm. this is going to be something that I continue to work on forever. And if I don't, it's at the detriment of myself. And I think that's what keeps me going is like, I'm going to continue to do this because I'm worthy of showing up every space, every piece, every moment of who I am. Yeah. And you are too, friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. For sure. It's, it's so important to have somebody model that for you, but also to have that somebody who is encouraging you to be yourself. And yeah. I think whether we're talking about business or life, having that person in your life to help you show up as you are is so important. And I'm so grateful that you are one of those people for me, my dear. Yeah. I mean, same to you. I could, I could not do this alone and without support. And I'm very grateful to have you and all the people in my life who encourage me to, to be me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here, my friend. I so appreciate all of your expertise and I can speak from the heart and say that working with you has been really life-changing. So thank you so much for sharing your time. Thank you so much, Sarah. I am sending a big virtual hug to Kim for sharing her expertise with the Copywriter on Call podcast audience today. Be sure to check out Kim Diamond Wellness at kimdiamondwellness.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. You can also follow along with Kim on Instagram at Kim Diamond Wellness. One of the offers I wanted to share with you today that Kim has rolled out recently is the Self-Love Collective. This is a monthly membership that gives you virtual access to a monthly newsletter that's filled with self-love education, a growing library of resources, easy to implement wellness practices, and journal prompts. You also get members-only live monthly workshops all centered around self-love and self-care. You can have access to a private Facebook community for intentional support, a curated self-love gift box, and opportunities for one-on-one and group coaching. If you want to learn more about the Self-Love Collective, visit kimdiamondwellness.com slash selflovecollective or click the link in the show notes. If business ownership feels vulnerable to you and you're lacking clarity or confidence to propel your business forward, here's what I believe. Helping women thrive as they serve their people, all while feeling dang incredible and purposeful and enjoying their lives is critical to the future that we all desire. Now is the time to say yes to your future self, who is already a great business lady. She just desires more. I'd love to support you inside my group coaching program. Click the link in the show notes for details. As always, thanks for listening. And until next time, this is your Copywriter On Call, signing off. Thanks for listening to the Copywriter On Call podcast. If this episode has you feeling all sorts of inspired to show up as yourself online, click that subscribe button so you don't miss my stories or practical advice to help you express your quirky, vulnerable, and authentic self online. Chat soon.